Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. And we return to the Mark Hoke Show, hour number two. Yay. Here on a Sunday morning in Las Vegas, we don't have any drain valve covers destroying F1 cars or anything like that. Just Danny Limeway wrecking the studio. Yeah, yeah, that's what he does. Everything I touch. There you go. It's all good. But, yeah, we're having a great time here. Uh, Of course, I want to thank Brittany Brooks for joining us. She's going to be the FSW show tonight at the Silver Nugget, as will Danny. So if you haven't got your tickets, well, what are you doing? Yeah, Are you a bozo? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, get down there. And, of course, uh, we're here on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. Also streaming live on that Odyssey app. If you don't have the Odyssey app, what the heck are you doing? Download that app right now. Download the app. It's awesome. Tons of great shows, including ours and SportsX Radio and so many others here on KDON, plus from around the world. So make sure you do that. And, of course, we're also streaming live on YouTube, Twitter, uh, X, excuse me, and Facebook. And want to say hi to a couple people in the chat box. We've got Dirk Zoe. Hello to you, too. Dirk Zoe. Dirk Zoe. It's good to see you. And- Who names the kid Dirk Zoe? <laughs> <laughs> That's the birth name? I, he just said Dirk hello. So, I don't know who he is. Dirk so rhymes with bozo. <laughs> Damn. Gary Johnson, what Gary. happens if Brittany books boyfriend and you say something stupid? Does she put you in a headlock in front of your friends? I don't know, Gary. Mm-hmm. Just by the way you talk, you, you couldn't have a girlfriend like Brittany Brooks, so you don't got to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Gary is Kate Dawn's super listener. What's oh, Ripple, he's man? He's a super listener. He is. He, super he actually bozo. Is. With the <laughs> Sorry, Gary. It's all good. Gary, come to the show and buy our merch. Yeah, yeah. Come down to the show, Gary. <laughs> yeah, buy buy some autographed pictures of Danny Limelight. And put it on your wall. When yeah. I show up to your house, like how Mark did, he just put the picture up just now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's the case. Well, let's uh, take a look at some of the other things that happened at Full Gear last night. And I tell you what, I think we may have a source of controversy here. Are you ready? Okay. You ready, David Difference? I stay ready. So last night, we had a Texas death match. Yes, sir. Did you see that? <laughs> yes. I, I mean, or Eclipse at least. And no, like... no, I, I watched it. I tuned in. Okay, I, I try okay. to tune into AEW every chance I get. You okay. know? <laughs> <laughs> I tune into all wrestling. There we go. I, so, like to, I like to see what's happening. So Swerve Strickland and Hangman Adam Page, of course, a heated rivalry. A great, a great buildup. Absolutely. In my in my opinion. And Swerve going into Hangman's house. And of course, he's got a little kid. I'm sure, Danny, you wouldn't be happy if someone broke into your house oh, and nah. was messing around in your daughter's I can't, bedroom I can't, like I can't, that. No way. You, you no kid, way. You would play to kill. Well, Hangman did play to kill last night. We had one minute in, we had a buckshot lariat followed by a staple gun. Seriously, and it's not the first time a staple gun's been used in a wrestling match, by the way, but Hangman was stapling Swerve all over the place, stapling stuff to Swerve. Swerve was busted wide open Mm. within a a couple minutes into the match, and this thing just got crazy. Barbed wire 
wrapped around everybody, thrown into boards with barbed wire, cinder blocks, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. chains, which is kind of what ended the match. We had a shattered cinder block to hang, hang man Adam Page's back, followed by Swerve hanging him with the or choking him out with a chain and kind of hanging him. It was bad. Uh, rough match. Yeah. Um, they gotta they gotta cast Hangman in the next Twilight movie the way he was drinking that blood. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, I hope there was some tests done before this. Yeah, like what the hell? You know, and and one thing that people might, if you weren't there, you you wouldn't have seen. But Dave, and I don't know if you noticed this or not, but up on the stage where they have the the two monitors, one said full and one said gear, mm-hmm. they weren't showing any of the matches in the in the forum until that match. Yeah, and bits of I they turned it. They turned that. those on. The, the they put the TV feed on mm-hmm. right around when that match started, and there was a spot where the swerve was bleeding so badly. And this is going to be graphic for everybody, just so you know. Kids, hold on, hold on. Caution, kids. Yeah, you, you may want to go back to bed. <laughs> it's Sunday, right? Where Hangman <laughs> Swerve put his head down, and Hangman put his head below his, and the blood was dripping off Swerve. And Hangman has mouth open, and the blood was dripping into his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard pass for me. What are you forty say taking my chances on hepatitis? <laughs> like, come on, man. That was not on my twenty twenty three bingo card. Yeah. No. Um, so, so here's so here's the thing. Now, Hangman been watching too much Vampire Diaries. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. A lot of people were saying, you know, this is, you know, and, and Tony was saying in the press conference, this best Texas death match ever. Amen. Okay. And in terms of the intensity and. You know some of the things that happened in there. I mean, look, you know, if someone invaded my my kid's bedroom. I'd probably want to tear them to shreds too. But but I wouldn't drink their blood. No. And I and here's here's my question to you guys. Mm-hmm. Did this go too far? Did was it? Is and you know we had another Texas Death Match before with Paige and Mox that kind of got a little out of hand, but this was just a whole new level. And and I'm just wondering, you know, for you know, for example, if we were sitting with our kids watching this pay per view and this match started rolling, mm. what would you think? Uh, you know, and I mean, like I said, I, I in a way I love the match because of the intensity, but I I I just felt like it may have gone over the line. What do you think, David? Um, so nowadays I don't watch it like as a. Um like through a kid's lens, I watch it as a, as an adult. So yeah, for a kid, like yeah, now that you bring that up, that's a little wild. That's a little much because there are kids there and they're you know enjoying the show wrestling. That was way too much. <laughs> it was disgusting. I don't know how you even uh, worked that out. Like this is what I'm gonna do. Is that spot you know just spur I, the yeah, moment? Yeah, Danny, give us some, give us some First of all, look, insight. I I think that if you if you look at the whole feud of how it was built up. The promos, the work that's been going on between Swerve, who's doing phenomenal work right now, shout out to Swerve, um, and Hangman, he's bringing it as well. I think the match had to be crazy. I, I think it had to go this way. Um, it's no different than a kid watching a rated R movie, if you think about it, right? Yeah, like, true. Like if a, I mean, I remember being a kid turning on the TV at night and watching Freddy Krueger or Jason Voorhees. Like, it's, you know, it just depends on on what you what you're you know bringing out there for your kids to see. Um, I've never seen that done before in wrestling. <laughs> mm-hmm, it yeah. was the first. I mean, it got us talking about it. So I think it went where it was supposed to go. They wanted people to talk about the match. Um, gruesome, yeah, a little too much, maybe. Um, 
I have kids, you know, I would if my daughter was there watching with me, you know, she probably would have gave me a look like, Dad, you better not do that, you know? And I'd <laughs> right, be like, right. I, I don't plan to, you know? But I I liked the match, yeah, yeah. you know? I, I really did. I, and, I, I, you know, Swerve came out on top. I think that's that's good for business. Um, and I think he should be the first black AEW world champ. Amen. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was the match of the night. Dope definitely took the energy to another level and, like, really uh, drew me into the show. Have you ever uh, taken barbed wire? Nope. No. I like my body and my face too much. Yeah, that's just, I don't know. That seems insane to me, some of that yeah, stuff. But I, I don't I do not do the death match type stuff, man. It's just, it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah, and then you had, you know, the backdrop onto the uh, that cinder block. That, ah, yeah. that couldn't have. Oh God, that must have hurt so bad. Well, I was thinking Ugh. yesterday, obviously we have, um, like, wrestling has evolved, right? So are you familiar with Cauliflower Alley Club? Uh, so it's the nonprofit for like older wrestlers that have like uh, no, been not. injured, and they raise funds to help them out, like Kamala and everybody oh, okay. you know, that kind of go through. It. And we do, we're a part of that, and uh, they do their reunion every year here. But that's the thing is, a lot of wrestlers they don't have health care, so mm-hmm. they raise funds to help them out. As wrestling's evolved, y'all is doing a lot more crazy stuff. And just imagine 60, 70 year old. What that body's I mean, gonna look like? You had eighty-year-old Ric Flair out there yesterday yeah. taking <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, do you think that like it's getting too extreme? Because people are not thinking when I turn fifty, am I gonna be able to walk right? You look at Hogan just from dropping a leg. Yeah. He's like, I wish I never did the I leg. Mean, drop. I never understood that with Hulk Hogan. He talked about twenty-two inch pythons. Why wasn't his finisher just a sleeper hold? Right. He had, yeah. He like, had said that too. It's like yeah, that would have made sense. But he but, he's thinking in hindsight. Right. But you but you're right though. I, I do feel like I mean look. When I started wrestling, I wanted to do all the moves. I wanted to go crazy. I wanted to get seen. I wanted to get noticed. I wanted to get signed, be on TV. And there was always those older wrestlers, those veterans. Oh, you're doing too much. Don't do this to your body. Save yourself. You know, save your bumps. Everybody has a bump card. And, and when you're younger doing it, you look at them and you're like, hey, you just mad you can't do it no more. Right. You know, now I don't wrestle the way I used to wrestle when I first started because now I'm starting to feel it on my knee, my back. You know, like it, it, it takes a toll on your body. You look at guys like Darby Allen. I don't know how he still walks. Oh, I don't either. That's what I when I, I watched. He it took a night, he took a hell of a bump last I, night. I, I too. don't know how he does it. He's 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 literally a crash dummy. You know, not in the sense of I'm insulting. I'm just, he yeah, throws yeah. his body through like some of the I've, some of the stuff that he does. My man, you should be in Hollywood right now doing them yeah. them falls on, on, on in, 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 as a stunt man. You know, like <laughs> right. it, it's he's gonna feel it. He has to. He has. There's no way he could wake up and not feel the stuff that he puts his body through. You talk about the cinder block stuff that happened yesterday. I'm sure they're feeling it today. I'm, I'm, I'm positive they're feeling it. You know, we. But then it's one of those things. You're at a pay per view. This is your moment. Mm. This is this is your time. You know, it's it's a huge roster at AEW. Everybody's fighting for a spot on TV. You know, and in any in any wrestling federation, you know, any wrestling company, you're you're fighting for a spot to be seen. So you you kind of want to stand out and get the people talking and, and what we've been talking about since we came back from break is the hangman page match yeah. so i guess they did what they were supposed to do because even though they're going to be sore and feeling it they're doing it for the love of the game jordan michael jordan dropped 60 with a flu nobody told him he was crazy right. it's michael jordan you know well he, uh, he getting hit with cinder blocks <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying that Sometimes for the love of the game, yeah, yeah. for that championship, for, for that for that spot to be called the one, the goat, whatever, yeah, we we do stupid things, yeah, you know, like, but then also it's a, it's a death match, so I mean they, the point is to kill each other, I guess, right? 
And I think it's that live in the moment because you're not thinking 10 years from now how of that's going to catch you're up with you. Right. 10 years from now. And that, that's, that, that's what I know? worry about. It's like Darby Allen, when I was watching him, was like, what's he going to be like at 40? Like, you know, when you go to Cauliflower Alley Club, you see a lot of these guys with canes and hunched over and, you know, multiple surgery. B. Brian Blair from Killer B yeah. just had a back surgery. Massive back like surgery. years later, multiple back surgeries. And I just, like, you know, I, you, you I, everybody be – here's what I want to say. Let's just be kind. Everybody be safe out there. Stop the <laughs> Stop the violence. <laughs> look, look, you're living in the moment. It's, it's no it, – yeah. and if there's going to be a place to do it, it might as well be at AW full gear in front of – a sold-out crowd or however many people were there, vice the people that are doing that kind of stuff in, in, in a boys and girls club in front of 20 people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I guess it's pick your spot, pick your pick your moment, pick your time. I, I, I thought that they went crazy. I thought they went balls to the wall. But but I thought it was a good match. It was entertaining. I also agree it was my match of the night as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, But it's not like they were doing it in front of 20 people, 30 people, you know? I, I guess, you know... I guess it well, makes sense for them. Well, and then and that brings up. <laughs> by the way, of course, this is the Mark Hoke show. We got co-host David Difference and, uh, in with Danny Limelight, champion, <laughs> United Wrestling Network world champion, world champion, right here. Beautiful belt. See that belt. Beautiful May, belt. May I Beautiful hold that? belt. No, you no, no you, yeah, you got to earn well, that. Hold, I, I'm not asking you, Mark. Well, I, I'm I'm with Danny on that. You know what? I don't I don't I don't like being on the same team as Mark here, Dave. All right, belt <laughs> <laughs> has been passed. But you know, Danny, you bring up a good point. Is you're you're caught in a spot between you know you're trying to get noticed, right? So the 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 easiest way to do it is to do something crazy, get it on video, and get it out there. Oh yeah, be a GIF wrestler. Isn't that what everybody wants to be these days? Yeah, I think so. So well, how do you say GIF, GIF? What what is it? Is either or, I guess either or. Just kidding. But it's it, there's but obviously there's a price to pay for doing that kind of stuff. So how do you balance that? You know, I mean, you you do it through your promos mm-hmm. and some great wrestling. Right. But but just in general, how do how do you? What's the right way to handle that? I don't have – I honestly, there's no right or wrong to wrestling. There's no rule, like right or wrong rule book or, or way it should be done. You know, when I first started wrestling, I was trying to do all the crazy spots and be seen for all the crazy stuff and jumping off this and springing off that. Um, and then I realized that me doing this little dance right here that I do Good. gets a lot of reaction than me doing all the crazy stuff with my body. You know, I kind of figured out, okay, who are the greatest wrestlers right now? Who make the most money in wrestling? Okay, the guy that does this. Yeah. You know, doing John Cena. Five, they call him the five move guy, but he does this and everybody loves him. He's the goat now, right? That's what they call him. Or or Roman Reigns, the guy that does this, he puts the one up. And I'm <laughs> like, ah, oh, this this little dance I do, that's my you can't see me. You know, that's yeah. my Randy Orton pose. Like it's my taunt that gets the reaction. And then the promos, the promo work. I I, I always believed the rock became a superstar because his promo work. He was able to talk his way out of the nation of domination, out of the Rocky Maivia stuff. And go on to be the great one, you know, the the Brahma bull, the pie-eating jabroni beating people's champ, you know? Like, that kind of stuff. You know, even Eddie Guerrero, he was a phenomenal wrestler. But then he even figured out how to, to captivate the crowd through promos and speaking through his heart. And even his little dance and the like cheating and stealing all the way to the top. Like, for for me, that's that's the way I want to go. I don't want to get hit with light tubes. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I've never bled in a match in my life. I mean, obviously, I've been. I've been. I had my head split open, accident. You know, by hitting something and it, and it split open accidentally. But putting my stuff through certain things, like I, I refuse to do it. Like 
I re- I refuse to do it. <laughs> I give you an example. I was in, I was at AAA last month, and, and they wanted to do a glass spot, and I was like, nope. Not me. My partner Slice Boogie did it, and his whole back was cut up afterwards. He went yeah. through glass. Juicy Finale choke slammed him through glass. And then here's the crazy part. It wasn't even the finish to the match. Then he wanted to drag Slice across the glass so he could do a moonsault off the top, on top of Slice, on top of the glass. So you want to do that to me? No way. Yeah. That's oh. insane. The people just think that, like, okay, the match is over, life goes on. But you guys live with them injuries and going on from there. And we talk about those injuries. But also I think – Mark, you would attest that there's a lot of new therapy, you know, cryotherapy, stem cell, like um, yoga that they probably weren't doing back in the days as no. well that, you know, um, could help. But some of that stuff's just ridiculous. I mean, I don't, I don't know what yoga you go to, Dave, but yoga's not going to fix, you D- know. DDP. No, Didn't he not. fix uh, Daniel? Who'd he fix? I don't know. He brought everybody back from the day. He brought everybody back from the day, I guess. <laughs> DDP yoga. That's the only yoga that works, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, but it's like you—it's like you said, Mark. Like the stuff that Darby Allen and these people do to their body, like it's gonna catch up to them, and it's—it's—it's and it's, it's their life, you know. I guess they can make as much money as they can now and retire at forty, and hopefully they're doing the right things with their money, and you know, and 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 not having to wrestle at seventy or sixty or fifty, you know. I mean, because you look at somebody like Chris Jericho, who I think is one of the greatest of all times. Mm-hmm. You know, he has evolved. I heard you guys talking to Brittany earlier about how to evolve your character, how to stay, you know, current, how to keep up. You know, you talked about Julia Hart transitioning from the cheerleader to the witch. Jericho has transitioned from different things, I don't know how many times in his career, to stay relevant. And even sometimes he kind of pushes himself to a position where he has to take a crazy bump here and there, but he's not getting hit with cinder blocks and things like that. Like, he understands the game, you know? And and, and I guess that's what it's for. It's for the love of the game. It's, it's, you pick and choose your battles. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah just b- just bicycles on Wednesday night on Dynamite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bike bike trip there. Yeah. Um, but, but I think it's important. We we talk about uh, Cauliflower Alley Club. We're trying to get the younger generation involved, definitely this year. So we'll talk about that. But I'd love to get you on board with that and uh, spread the word. Do and, I need cauliflower ears? Yeah, nah, no, nah, not no. necessarily. No, I used, they, to want, I used to want those so bad. Yeah, what? I don't know. It just looked cool as fuck. <laughs> there to dump them again. I like it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got. He told you. My car safety off, man. You got to have that finger ready. It's all good. We got it. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Limelight, everybody. Mark's going to me out the show. Now. Oh. Gotta go. That's my two strikes. I'm going to take a walk on that. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Oh. Well. I guess that means I get to hold the belt for a while. Okay, Mark, you go I think that's fair. All right, uh, let's take a break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to kind of wrap up everything on full gear. And, you know, it's funny. We're talking characters because Gunther threw a Hall of Famer under the bus this week. A lot. Like a fleet of buses. Mm. And I want to get your thoughts on that, guys. So let's come back to the Mark Oak Show here on KDOM 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas, David Difference, and the wild one, Danny Limelight. Mm -mm -mm. Trouble, man. Trouble. He he is. We'll be right back. Trouble, man. 101.5 FM, KDOM. This is the Mark Hoax Show. The Mark Hoax Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoax. 
and we return to the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. Yes, sir. Yes, Danny. Hey, real quick, I just want to uh, say, the uh, what's the difference? Danny Limelight episode up on the David Difference YouTube channel. Check we it go out now. In depth. Not a wrestling interview. Well, I mean, we talk about wrestling, but we hey, the man behind the man, man. We go deep in that one. And, uh, yeah, it was a good one. And, yeah. yeah, Danny's led a very interesting life. Yeah, uh, man. Find, find out. I can't wait to write my is. book, From Streetlights to Limelight. Yeah, I mean all sorts of stuff. I want to pre-order that today. Yeah. Can I, you got the link up? Uh, not yet. Okay. <laughs> I got the OnlyFans link though. <laughs> yeah, 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 I yeah, forgot just, about <laughs> that. I forgot you do that. Do you, do you have OnlyFans? I don't have an OnlyFans. Mark has the OnlyFans. Oh, Mark has an OnlyFans. What are you socks on not, camera? That oh, is not confirmed or denied. I'm just going to let everybody try and look it up and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Please that could, don't. That that you would be about, interesting. This is kids. Mark Hoke with championship belts laying on a bed like yeah, like Shawn, yeah, like Shawn, Shawn Michaels, Michaels. Yeah, and Playgirl. Shawn and Playgirl. Yeah. That's what we need. That's need what the world needs. Pictures, actually. There you got you got an OnlyFans, or is that is that a joke? What's happening here? I don't even know anymore. We don't know what's happening. All right. I saw J Vidal has an OnlyFans. I bet by you the way. are I bet subscribed, he does. and I bet Mark's subscribed to it. I so have, I'm just supporting them. Yeah, right. You're sick, Mark. There, you're you know, sick, man. I, I'll, sick, I'll just man. say Are you a feet guy, Mark? Absolutely not. There's only one OnlyFans. There's only one OnlyFans that I even consider, and that is Paige Van Zandt. Oh, yeah, she's she's nice. Not mm. not Mandy? You're not a Mandy guy? Mandy. Well, Mandy kind of gets in on the action with Paige, apparently, so mm. they do some shoots together. But, yeah, Paige Van Zandt, she's... Anyway... <laughs> He's a feet it's, guy. Yeah, yeah, he's sick. He's a sicko, man. <laughs> oh, never said that. Um, one other thing I wanted to wrap up with on full gear, and then I want to get into this thing with Gunther. Um, when the opening match last night, of course, was that six-man match with Christian and Nick Wayne and Luchasaurus against Sting, Darby Allen, and uh, Adam Copeland. Mm-hmm. And Ric Flair came out to ringside, too. And... One thing that blew me away, you had the great start with Christian bringing the kids out because, of course, Nick Wayne's very young and, you know, he's taking him under his wing and now he's calling it the, the patriarchy. Yeah. And that was a really cool start and everybody's just like just going crazy because, you know, Christian's just pretending he, like he's everybody's daddy now. And then all of a sudden you're taking that in and then Ric Flair's music hits. So Ric Flair comes out to follow that up. Mm-hmm. And then you had Sting's music hit with Sting, Darby, and Copeland kind of the, under this spotlight standing around in, in a little kind of semicircle. And then you hear Adam Copeland's music go off. Talk about a, just a run of memories. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that, that was one of the coolest openings I've ever seen to a match. Just because, man, it, t- it just took you through the years. I mean, that was really neat. It was a time capsule right there, man. It, it was. What Did you like that, dude? I, I didn't. I mean, whatever. I was probably eating my popcorn, man. I, I didn't eat yesterday. So I was trying to get a <laughs> meal <this> in. Day. <laughs> I was trying to get a meal in. But uh, what was that? That, that um, Adam? What, what is that from? Oh, you, you're, oh, because that's Roderick Strong calling for Adam Cole. Whenever he needs, he needs his friend. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah, I, I figured it had something. To, I didn't know if it was Adam Copeland or Adam, but they just kept yelling it, and I was like, I, I didn't get it. 
So but yeah, hell of an entrances. I teared up, man. It was so nostalgic, man. It, 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 was, it was really just, cool. Come on, you well, gotta admit it. You gotta admit it. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm always a flare. I'm a flare guy. Who ain't a flare guy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> were you big on Ric Flair? I like Ric Flair. I, I watch a lot of Ric Flair actually. A lot of Ric Flair promos. A lot of Ric Flair. Yeah, work. yeah. Who who would you say? Well, I, maybe The Rock, but who is the best promo in the business since uh, day one? I mean, I like watching the Ric Flair promos. I, w- I watch a lot of rock promos. I watch a lot of Macho Man promos. Um, I watch a lot of Eddie Guerrero promos when he came back from Japan and when he got rehired with WWE. Um, I watch a lot of his stuff. I felt like he was talking from his heart a lot in those promos. Um, today, you know, uh, I kind of, you know, I watch, you know, the MJFs. Yeah. The even Roman the Roman Reigns stuff with Paul Heyman. Like I just I just love when people tell stories through words. You know, if you could get if you could capture my attention and make me sit down and watch and listen to you talk for two plus minutes and I'm tuned in, I'm locked in, I feel like you get at what you do. I'm listening, you know. But yeah, the Ric Flair's, the Rocks, you know, the the Eddie Guerrero's And you can't forget Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Dusty Rhodes, baby. Me and Martin uh, had a talk well, real quick, because we had that talk yesterday about LA Knight. Um, oh, yeah, he's promo. awesome. Do you think – I mean, and I'm watching him. Like, I'm a huge fan when he was here at FSW. That's my guy. Mm. I, I'm a heel guy. But then, like, you're watching his promos, and it's like catchphrase after catchphrase after catchphrase. Is that too much? Like, he just keeps going back to the catchphrase. I don't think so. I mean, no? I, I have me gente. You, I call people bozos. I try to have my catchphrases because, you know, The Rock had the catchphrases. Stone Cold had the catchphrases. All the wrestlers that had the catchphrases were the wrestlers on top of the mountain, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, Roman Reigns even has his catchphrase, acknowledge me, and everybody goes crazy, right? But he usually says that once. Yeah. L.A. Knight is like, L-A. he does it about six times in a in uh, one promo where I'm like, uh, where else are we going? And he's got yeah. some outdated references that I don't think people are catching people up on. catching on. <laughs> well, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it with cat- those catchphrases is, is that it it summarizes your character. Yeah, it's a, so it's a branding it, promo. It, so it gives, you know, it gives you as a performer, you know, that that one thing that everybody can latch on to. And then if people really like it, then you sell shirts too. And that's what oh, he's yeah, the yeah. man is selling in all the shirts right now. So yeah. I, I like the catchphrases. I like his promo work. I, I feel like, yeah, I agree. Sometimes he says the whose game uh, like the, it is a lot sometimes. But the, I mean, as long as the crowd is reacting and responding, I guess I guess, right. I guess it doesn't matter, you know. I, yeah. He got him in his hand right now, you know. They they're really behind him, cheering for him, rooting for him, want to see him win. I'm a I'm a LA Knight guy. I'm a Sean Ricker guy from when he was at United when I first started, you know. So I, I'm happy to see him winning. Yeah, no, nah, he's dope. Uh, yeah, and, and like when he was here at FSW, and we always talk about it, it's just like you knew he was next level. Yeah. Like he had the mouthpiece, he had the look. Oh, like, even when he was Eli Drake. Yeah, uh, that was yeah. TNA, <laughs> yeah. Now it's it's funny you brought that up because this kind of segues into what I wanted to talk about because uh, Gunther did uh, an interview on WWE's show The Bump and he was talking about the Ultimate Warrior and here's what he said. Are you ready for this? I want the cheese man. The first part was that's one of the real dark ages at one point. Look at that. So he's kind of throwing that under the bus and then he says they asked. He said that he's neither a real athlete nor a professional wrestler. No, he's not. He's a showman. He's not an athlete, not a professional wrestler. He's a showman. So now everybody knows why I have to be the one to keep this title, the Intercontinental title, for the longest time in history, to wash its reputation clean 
and to set a new standard. Mm. Hats so, off for that. So basically said the warrior was not good. He just, you know, he was a showman, not a wrestler. And I, and it, that I read that and I guess to a point for me, I was a Hogan guy. So I, I really wasn't excited about when the warrior was coming up because mm-hmm. you saw what was happening. You're like, Oh God, no. But, at the same time, you know, I just I was never a big fan of his. Me neither. Because I I just the the promos were kind of all over the place. I mean, it was a lot of rambling, and you know, he'd come out, he'd shake the ropes, do his press slam and a splash, and a couple power moves for the most part, and he was out of there. That yeah. was it. He didn't think... get paid by the minute, Mark. No, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. no, he did not. And of course, a lot of controversy with you know what he was doing with Vince McMahon and contracts and so on. Do you do you guys agree with that? And and you know, how do you feel about that when you you know I mean still you know, he's one of the most highly regarded professional wrestlers of all time. What do you think when you hear a comment like that about him? Yeah, cool. uh, well I say I mean as far as pro wrestling, like you just said, that, that was pretty much his whole match. There's this move, this move, shake the ropes, get out of there. Um, I think that yeah, when you talk about like bringing more to the table nah he didn't that self-destruction of ultimate warrior dvd that summed it up i think they should have just left with that instead of trying to bring him back as some kind of classic uh you know he was icon but people loved him i, I mean yeah I was, I mean, never my, dad, my dad was a huge warrior fan i mean yeah. when i was you know when i was i guess i you know i would have been god what 14 or 15 ish somewhere in there man people were doing the the arm tassels and the, the rope shake and all that stuff I mean, people loved that guy. Yeah, and and like I said, I just, I guess, you know, that comes from me watching a lot of NWA, too, when I was a kid. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'd rather watch Flair and Steamboat or somebody like that. Right. You know? But if you, if you, looking at it now, the, when, when you say it that way and cons- referring to what Gunther said, if he was a showman, that's what, it, I mean. Well, that's what it's all that's about, That's what it's too. all about. You know, like, you don't want to, I mean, yeah, you, you love the Martin Scorsese movies, but. Martin Scorsese movies aren't drawing $3 billion like an Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you, you it's, it's, it, there's, there's different types of wrestling, you know? And Gunther is a phenomenal wrestler. He's an all-around, he's the, I, he's the best wrestler to be bringing the prestige back to the Intercontinental Championship. I agree with him there. But Ultimate Warrior, I wasn't a fan of him, but he was a showman. He was entertaining. Like, people loved, you said it yourself, people loved, loved watching this guy because he was just a ball of energy who would shake the ropes and he would come out with his hair all crazy and all these colorful things hanging from him and just like bring this, this new feel to wrestling. But if you look at wrestling, how it's evolved, it's, it's, it's sports entertainment now, right? Like let's be, let's be honest. Let's, 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 let's really be honest with what we're talking about here. It's not, it's not the old school seventies or eighties type of wrestling where guys are in black trunks and just doing the graps, you know, like mm-hmm. guys are in colorful gear. They're trying to be large in the life characters. You know, it, it, you have to have the showmanship with it so that you stay, you know, you, you entertain and you stay relevant. I mean, that's why I, I bring up Chris Jericho again. He, yeah. He's somebody who's a showman. You know, he's a sports entertainer. He's he. Those are the guys that stay around the business long enough. The good wrestlers sometimes. You know, they hear one day, oh, this guy's a great wrestler, and then, then they're gone. You know, you don't, really, you don't really remember that. You know, you remember the larger-than-life characters. At yeah. least I do. Yeah, no, I think they, they made that whole WWF era. Like, I wouldn't have been a fan if it wasn't for the over-the-top, like, who's this guy, like, different character. And Ultimate Warrior played his role in that. 
I just I was a Hogan guy. I just wasn't a fan of the Warrior. But like that's wrestling. That that is a hundred percent wrestling. All the characters, the gimmicks, the gobbledygooker. <laughs> like that's what I love about this business, man. Like it's just get, entertain me. The Repo Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just everything. Like I bought into it. I used to like wonder, like uh, Kane. Like does he walk around with that mask on? <laughs> like when he's yeah. at the grocery store. Like <laughs> is this real? You know. But that's funny. You brought up uh, uh, Repo Man, Barry Darso. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was Crusher Khrushchev and and Demolition. I mean that guy. That one of the most underrated performers ever, really. Legend. Love the Repo Man. You really? <laughs> <laughs> you know who else is a big fan of the Repo Man? Tom Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get him on the show sometime. By the way, that would yeah, be fun. Love Tom. Great I was just dude. watching uh, the first episode of Monday Night Raw where Repo Man uh, repoed Macho Man's hat. <laughs> Macho Man had to pay to get it back. Oh uh, God, I guess man! He didn't make all his payments on it or something. Who knows? Some some nice of, hat and some amazing memories as we Macho Madness <laughs> talk pro wrestling here on the Mark Oak Show, and we're going to take our last break. Let's get that out of the way and wrap up the show. Having a great time with Danny Limelight, who's going to be at FSW tonight. Silver Nugget, five p.m. And of course, if you're not in the area, you can watch that on Fight Plus. Fight Plus. So check it out. We'll be back with more David Difference, Danny Limelight. I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us here on Kate on 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. Be back more right after this. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas. The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And a whole cast of great characters here, too. David Difference. Yes, sir. Oh, what a difference a Dave makes. Yeah. 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 A little more excitement, Mark. Yeah. A little more excitement. (laughs) Me and Mark almost died yesterday. (laughs) I was like, Mark, you still still alive driving home? Yeah, we made it. Oh, man, I conked out several times. I was like, if I was driving, we wouldn't be here today. Yeah, I know. That's why I drove it the whole way. somewhere, yeah. (laughs) That's me. I can't drive it. I was like, hell no. And, of course, we've got Danny Lyman here. He's the United Wrestling Network World Champion. What's up, mi gente? I'm going to be the FSW Heavyweight Champion after tonight. That's big, man. Lots of gold. Lots of gold for this guy. It's going to be hard getting through the airport. It is. Yeah. TSA take their jobs too serious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to touch on a couple little news stories before we got out of here today. And, you know, we were just talking about this a little bit. Um, but Hammerstone is apparently getting his release finally from MLW. A lot of drama on that one. And, uh, you know, just curious to see where Hammerstone ends up. What do you guys think? Uh, is is Hammerstone going to be a hot commodity here after he gets out of ML, MLW? What are you? How are you feeling about that, boys? I definitely. I mean, I think he's the guy. He's he's got options. Um, I I had heard before that WWE they said he was too Triple H. Yeah. Uh, like so they weren't interested. But I mean, you would know more, man. I but. mean, I don't understand why that's a bad thing being too Triple H. Like, isn't he a thirteen time <laughs> world champion, yeah, or fourteen time yeah. world champion, something like that? Hammerstone, man. Look, regardless, our beef aside at FSW. Hammerstone is the guy. Your boy Hammer, he he he's 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 built like a professional wrestler. He talks like a professional wrestler. He looks like a professional wrestler, and he wrestles like a professional wrestler. I think that coming out of his contract, um, 
being the longest reigning MLW World Heavyweight Champion. I think he's going to have options. It'd be it'd be it's going to be good to see where he goes. Yeah, that'll be fun. I mean, Hammerstone is a guy we you know we've seen a lot here in Las Vegas, and gonna you know I'm excited for him to get a new phase of his career. Yeah, I'm going to slap it, him tonight though. Okay, <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll see how that works out for you. Okay, what what are you saying, Mark? Yeah, you, you want to get in the ring, Mark? Sure, let's go. All right, I'm going I'm I'm to call Joe DeFalco. Yeah, book it. I'll be number I'll be like, number thirty. You number thirty. I'll be number thirty. Ah, guarantees my victory. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you imagine though, Mark Hoke? I can. I'm picturing in, in it the, right now. It needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't I make gotta, it down I the got, ramp. I got to get back in shape. No, yeah. no, you're, no. But, you just you just need to have the 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 Mark Hoke opening show as your theme, and you just need to come down the. It just has. You have to enter the rumble, Mark. Why don't you enter at number two? Number two, uh, yeah, and just get thrown. He wouldn't make it. He stumbled down the ramp, fall, Come and then the next, by the time he got up, the next person be going in the ring. Joe would be like, get this clown out of here. <laughs> I can see it. I've already- Actually, Damian Drake's number two. I oh, to, is he? I get to eliminate him first. Oh, man. I don't know. So I'd get stuck between Danny Limelight and Damian Drake. Yeah. Jesus. I'll pass on that. Uh, <laughs> sounds like one of your only fan dreams, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Put Chief in the ring. Thomas Glenn said, well, Thomas Glenn, you better be at the show tonight. Oh, there he is. Yeah, oh, yeah. Chief is coming. Chief, Chief, you coming to the show tonight? Tap in, man. You better be there. Guess you what? know Chief? Chief, you, uh, he's OG, FSW family member. He, he'll be in the building tonight. He'll be in the building? Yeah, yeah. Is he entering the Rumble? I got to eliminate he might. him, too. If Mark's going to get in there, might as well. Yep. Chief Thomas gonna be Glenn, you're entering the Rumble, Thomas? Yeah. Anybody who enters the Rumble is getting eliminated by Daniel. <laughs> this Lowe. is going to be in like a 90-person Rumble. Everybody just hopping in. I'm going to have 90 eliminations, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there was an interesting story about Kurt Angle, by the way, and we were talking about guys beating up their bodies. Is Kurt? he entering the Rumble? <laughs> I don't Everybody. know. As long as he's not spending all his money on painkillers. Oh boy! Did you see this? Is he this was saying that Kurt he's, Angle. He's back on him. No, he's not back on oh. him. But he was saying. Oh, at, what he used to do at one point during his career, he was spending seven thousand dollars a month on painkillers. Yeah, nah, that's um, that is a, wow. a, a, a an epidemic, uh, pandemic. It's it, like it's in, insane. <laughs> it's, a it's a pandemic. Wow, that's an epidemic, man. It, I'm just saying, like, but the painkillers is that's the thing is, like, it'll catch you. You think it's just gonna like knock it out for a while, then it's like then you keep upping the doses. Like my whole family was riddled with painkillers, and they weren't even athletes. You know, it well, was just became a thing. So yeah, and that's and that's what Kurt pandemic. Was, that's what Kurt was saying here. Just the fact that he has seven thousand to spend on painkillers, I'm impressed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but he, a month. But he was saying how he his body built a tolerance to it, and eventually, get this, he said, I became an addict right away. Sixty five extra strength Vicodin a day. Yeah, that's crazy. He was taking sixty five pills a day. Sixty five Vicodins a day. Oh nah. But I can guarantee you that's probably small time to some of these cats that I've heard about. Scott Hall's the what the hell's going on? That, with my I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> David Different. Now everybody. I want to get situated and yeah, professional. But, but but that's but that's part of the road that the you know, you guys take, Danny, that you know, trying to deal with the pain if you don't have insurance or yeah. uh, anything like that. VA. I mean, jeez. Yeah, he's taking care of he he good. I like that uh that 
uh, drill sergeant, like your voice was good. Is that from just yelling all the time? Yeah. Oh, man. If you see the video where he's like. Uh, <laughs> Sit up straight. Look at me now. I'm like, man, his voice I should, I should is good. like that. Yeah. Um, man, but speaking of Kurt Angle, that's, that's that's insane. You know, do you, I have a question for you, Mark. Yeah. Do you think that Kurt Angle would have been considered one of the GOATs if he never left WWE? Yeah. Do you think that? I mean, he did phenomenal I, work at TNA. I mean, but a I, lot of people didn't watch that stuff. I didn't watch it. Yeah, it, boy, the, and, and it it's hard. It was really surprising to see that he left. I mean, it was he was a perfect guy for him, you know? I, I, yeah, it was it was weird seeing him in TNA, but you know they're going to be back soon. By the way, they're they're coming here in January. I know they should give me and Slice Boogie a call. They should bring yeah. that fifty one fifty. I'll I'll talk to Ross Foreman about that. Oh, thank you, Mark. Oh, look at this guy. Like Mark wants the invitation so bad to the yeah. after party tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be conscious after yesterday, but yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a that was a long day. But here you are, early in the morning at the studio. Do what you do, doing what it do. That's right. Yeah, we got a job to do. It's a blessing, man. Yeah, Ray Mysterio is out, torn meniscus, so he's going to be out a couple of months. So we do not get Ray Mysterio for a while. Uh, Ray Mysterio. Did, yeah, did, saw him out here. Did you see a uh, powerhouse Hobbs? Slamming Paul White on Wednesday, the big show. Yeah, that was onto savage. a car. That was pretty cool. Yeah, shout out to Hobbs. That's Hobbs, your guy. Hobbs a real one. Yeah, I like Hobbs a lot, man. He always kept it real from from the from when I met him at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood to when I first stepped foot at AEW. He he ain't switch up on me nothing. He he's a good dude. He's killing it. And I mean, honestly, he needs to he need to put some gold on my man, man. Yeah, he you know he he gets stopped and started a lot. It seems. You know, and it's kind of weird because, I mean, here's a guy who's just, I mean, what a, a incredible build, great athlete, you know, does good promos. I mean, he seems to have all He's the got tools. It. He's got, in my opinion, he does. I don't know. Show, show my man, show my man. Well, I just think you got too many. What do you think? AEW got too many so people, many people. Man. Yeah, yeah. There's so much. How do you get they, your shine? They in have there? they have 158 active performers on the roster and a hundred like megastars. Like, who's going to, you know? Yeah, you know, when you got guys like Daniel Bryan, Edge, oh, excuse me, Adam Copeland. Uh, you you know, can say it. The, it's okay. Kenny Omega's, the Jericho. Young Bucks, Jericho, uh, Jay White's, the Bullet Clubs, you know. And then on top of that, they bring all these other people that are not even part of the, co- the company Osprey. to come. Yeah, to come be in the company to wrestle a match. Then it's like, okay, now this guy that you brought in from Japan or CMLL who's not signed to AEW is taking. TV time or a spot from someone who is signed to AEW sitting at home. Like, what's up with my man Peter Avalon? Why he not on TV? You know, like it's the same. The same. Rousey. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same. You got Rousey now. Who else you got? There's just so many people. Yeah, it's not. It's insane. Like Samoa Joe. Yeah. You know, Christian. Like, I don't. I don't understand. Like, you get the lost. Hardy Boys. Like, <laughs> yeah. Go Hangman Page Swerve. Yeah, uh, like, you get lost in it. They have they have a phenomenal roster, but it's just not enough time for people to to really shine there. Darby Allen, Sting, mm-hmm. you know, they had CM Punk for a while. Like it's just, and then just you know, Will Osprey. You mentioned the name, but yeah, he just of course was their big signing. Yeah, so he's that was coming. I had a feeling. I thought it was going to be Ronda, but real quick, I want to get your take. You're a heat seeker, man. What what's your take on CM Punk? I wrestle CM Punk anywhere. Anytime, any place, any day. Come to United Wrestling. If no one wants you CM Punk, come to United Wrestling Network. Come on. <laughs> Do you think he's going to pop up somewhere? Where do you think he's popping up? Ah, uh, man. I, 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 a part of me wants to see him back at WWE. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. lie. Yeah, that'd be dope. 
I, I want I want to see him back at WWE for some reason. Dave, just, I, as long as he comes back with AJ Lee too. Ah, yeah, she was dope. She looked way different now. You see her? She yeah, ripped. Yeah, yeah. She was on that show Heels, you know. Oh, was my, she? Yeah, she's on the show Heels. The new my, season. My, yeah, yeah. My homegirl Jasmine Allure, shout out to Jasmine. She's a star in the making too. She stun doubled her. Okay, yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah, that show that the show got canceled. It got by canceled. Did it? I, I'm, yeah. I think it'll get picked up by Netflix or something like that. You yeah, know I'm sure. You it, was, it was a great. It was a great show. Was it? Yeah, I. I I started the first episode and was like, maybe not now. I just wasn't in the yeah. zone. But it's, it definitely does give you a look inside of, uh, of of wrestling. So it's cool. I like it. I like I like the actors. Yeah, and it's Stephen fun. Amell is awesome. And yeah. you know, and he's been in the ring. I mean, obviously it was a WrestleMania and stuff. So you know, he, he knows what he's talking about a little yeah. bit. But Danny, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. And then it has like you know, CM Punk's on the show too. So he, right. they get they get the inside of wrestling there, and you know, it's, it's, it, I like the show. So I hope it gets picked back up. There you go. Danny, uh, real quick, I want to give you a chance to tell everybody where you <laughs> can, well. you can uh, find them or find they can find you. Mi gente, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to Mark Hoke, Dave Difference, for having me on the Mark Hoke Show again. Am I the most appeared wrestler on this show? I, I need to know. Is that a thing? <laughs> you can be, man. I, is that man, the, most, the most appearances made by a professional wrestler? You've been on with some, one way or another three times now, I think? Uh, yeah, right? I think so. I have to look that up. Yeah, let's look at the let's look at the statistics. I mean, you're up there. Get him a belt. Leaderboards. Get him a belt. belt. Another belt for here. But everybody tuned in. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter at Danny Limelight, ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Danny Limelight. My mi gente, make sure you tune in tonight. If you're in Vegas, you better be at the at the at the the FSW Luck of the Draw show. Come see me become FSW Heavyweight Champion. Yup, yup, yup. And if not, tune in on Fight TV Plus. Mark, thanks for having me, Dave. What a difference that Dave makes. Yes, sir. I'll see y'all soon, man. Right. Yeah, what a great show. And, and Danny, thanks for coming in, buddy. We appreciate it. That's my guy right there. One of my one of my favorite pro wrestlers out there should be the WWE champ. I should be. Let's just be. do it. Take You're it. still not invited to the after party, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you suck. Anyway. Damn. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's all good. But <laughs> thanks gold. for bad. <laughs> hey, thanks for being with us today. We really do appreciate it, Danny. And uh, thanks to Brittany Brooks for coming in, too. Head out there at FSW night. It's going to be a great time. David, awesome show. Thank yeah, you. I'm taking a couple months off. i got to get my life together. <laughs> Thank you, uh, everybody, thanks, for participating. Guys. Hey, we will see you next time on The Mark Oak Show. Follow us on X at Mark Oak Show, Facebook, The Mark Oak Show, markoakshow.com. Subscribe, subscribe on YouTube. We got it all. Just get involved, and thanks for being part of our family. And we your only fans. It. Yeah, good luck At on Mark that. Mark Hoke likes smelly feet. See ya. <laughs> Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join the Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.